welcome back to Angel on Top, a podcast where we watch and discuss every episode of Angel one by one, spoiler free and in tandem with no one. Everything has changed. We're all alone. And now we're in the last few episodes of the series. I'm your co-host, Latoya Ferguson, a.k.a. the dead female lead of the Buffering Verse, a.k.a. one half of the Gun Squad. He wears hoodies again now, which I guess counts as character development in the season, a.k.a. the Gilbert to Morgan Sullivan, a.k.a. Daddy, even if only a couple of other people can now remember that, but it otherwise makes no difference, at least not on screen, a.k.a. Captain Forehead, a.k.a. even more annoying new nicknames to come. And I'm your co-host, Morgan Ludich, a.k.a. the other dead girl one of the Buffering Verse, a.k.a. the other half of the Gun Squad. Sure, he's sad, but aren't we all at this point? A.k.a. the Sullivan to Latoya's Gilbert, a.k.a. the number one khaki connor angel stan i am planting my flag that is my boy and i love him um and why isn't he in this episode ak william bloody aka even more annoying new nicknames to come and this week we're watching angel season five episode 19 time bomb Time Bomb was written by Ben Edlund and directed by Vern Gillum. It aired on the WB on April 28th, 2004. And this is the one where Illyria's powers become too much for her human body to handle. And Team Angel solves this by accidentally knocking her out of linear time. Previously an angel. Still nothing. You just mm-hmm. figure it out. Yeah. You uh, nerds. <laughs> uh, well, we got a fresh angel uh, mm-hmm. for the promo for this episode. It definitely focuses more on Time Bomb itself than the fact that there's like, there's four episodes left. Because, like, for Origin, they barely focused on Connor, which mm-hmm. is crazy because he's our favorite character. He's everyone's favorite, I assume. <laughs> Of course. Um, so, Morgan, how did you feel about this episode? Um, uh, not to pull a Jill Day feel, but like I, I, I don't really have an opinion. Like, I, I kind of found this to wash over me and leave me with very little. Uh, it's, it doesn't have that a uh, classic Ben Edlund goofery uh, for a Ben Ed- Ben Edlund episode. It feels pretty straightforward and tame and I don't mean about the timeline which obviously is not straightforward it hops around a little bit but uh I don't know I kind of felt like we could have had a little more fun here now that we're like right at the end I kind of wonder if doing an Illyria focused episode is really what I want at this stage like I kind of want to hang out with my friends and talk about how they're thinking and feeling Mm -hmm. not how this new interloper is thinking and feeling but oh you say you want to have fun right well just wait till next week's episode see how much you like fun on the show Angel uh you are right anytime I request fun I'm given the worst kind of it but um I just think they're 
there could have been a little bit more here. Mm-hmm. Um, Latoya, how do you feel about this one? Well, it was interesting because before I even watched it, I had remembered it ruling, and that's what, kind of why I wanted to like watch it again. And it's, I think the Illyria stuff is really good, but it also it's it's a muddled episode for a lot of the same reasons everything's been muddled this season. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like when it's not the Illyria stuff, I'm like, okay, and like. Because I had rewatched it, remembering it ruled, and I didn't take my notes. And then when I tried to rewatch it again, trying to take my notes, I couldn't focus on it. It took me forever to do <laughs> notes on this episode. <laughs> uh, it was an interesting thing, but uh, just of course to give us context, of course we we, we ha- so our lead in for Smallville was the season three episode Memoria, which is one of the all time great episodes of Smallville. Um, and it's funny because here is the plot for Memoria. Lex believes that he needs his memories back, but Clark, but Clark can't take the risk of his secret being exposed. That's basically origin. <laughs> <laughs> if Lex remembers Connor, it's all fucked. <laughs> yeah. And that episode ends with my immortal, it's fucking rules. Yes. Oh, God, I haven't listened to my immortal in a minute. I could use a my immortal you haven't listened right now. <laughs> you didn't listen to my immortal as soon as they announced Jennifer Gardner would be in Deadpool 3? No, I just listened to Bring Me to Life over and over and over and over. <laughs> you listen to both of them. <laughs> you're right. It's a, you're you're right that I do. Because I am uh, hankering we, for yeah. a new Daredevil watch. I don't as Daredevil watch. All know goddamn. in the Daredevil feature film, they play Maya Mortal at her dad's funeral, and then she's training, and it's to Bring Me to Life, and that yeah. is filmmaking. That's cinema. That is cinema. I will never get over uh how i felt when i watched that like the summer after fourth grade or whatever like i i was a changed woman um that <laughs> we're all, made we're me all changed. an adult <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh things were popping off on the wb this night because uh so for smallville it got 4.3 million viewers and then Damn. 4.2 for angel and there was actually the bump because, like I said, in Origin, they started, like, pushing. It's, like, the last few episodes. So, mm-hmm. like, it got the bump of uh, we're, we're, we're in the, the end. And I have to, of course, acknowledge, um, obviously, when I uh, brought up Keen Eddie and Karen Sisko during our underneath viewing, mm-hmm. I didn't even realize. I, I wasn't paying attention, I guess. It, was, it wasn't even them on Fox and ABC, respectively. It was their burn-off episodes on Bravo and USA, respectively. Oh. And I, re- I remember watching my Keen Eddie reruns on Bravo and then eventually yeah. getting, like, the series DVD on Netflix. You know. You know how it is. Like you do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also recently we were discussing episodes of the season that you would uh, rewatch again, like mm-hmm. by choice. And uh, yeah. you didn't bring up Smile Time. Would you rewatch Smile Time? I would rewatch Smile Time. Smile Time is incredibly cute and like a real delight. And I also loved our episode of it. So I feel like I would get uh, nice memories from that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Smile Time gets a rewatch. Maybe Disharmony, but like yes. also Disharmony has all of that rough stuff about women of color in the workplace. Yeah. And it's... Like <laughs> the chopstick sounds and yeah, all the things. That's the thing. So it's not like it would be uh, also, it's, free of harm's way because Disharmony is the season two episode oh you're absolutely right yes way i'm bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh um, would yeah. your welcome be there just because you get some cordelia mm, it's complicated and shirtless is, christian kane i mean yeah it, it, short answer yes long answer sometimes the better this 
season gets, the worse it gets right next to it. Because it can be so frustrating to see charisma finally being there, knowing the circumstances. I, I, um, would, wouldn't you be happy though? Like, you just like, here, I'm gonna watch the stuff that makes me happy and then not think about the circumstances. Yeah, I know, but it's just sometimes the circumstances are so unavoidable. <laughs> because I was like looking back at what episodes I would rewatch. And like in general, I don't tend to skip episodes in my rewatches anyway. Although usually yeah, no, I... if I'm rewatching a season, it's like uh I won't probably I probably won't start from the beginning. I'll like I'll choose like I wanna like rewatch, you know, a certain arc or like yeah. do I wanna see some baby Connor? Like what do I what do I what am I feeling? Am I mm-hmm. trying to get some insp- inspiration from the storytelling of season four? Like that's how but like if I were to choose episodes from the season, uh, including what you, you've already said, um, mm-hmm. maybe Life of the Party. Uh, maybe, the, yeah. The, the Eve Angel stuff, no, but like, you know. And Don't Leave Me This Way is in the episode. Um, yes. Lineage. Yeah. I won't have to think too much about the cyborg stuff uh, if I just rewatch no, the episode. It, yeah, just know it doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> you had mentioned Destiny um, Harm's Way, obviously. Like, sometimes yeah. I just do like the like major Harmony episodes of like Buffy and Angel, so I just like watch all of those. Oh, yeah. You're welcome, smile time. Uh, I, I think if I w- have to choose between one, shells over a hole in the world, I would say. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, I mean, I can get my cry in at the end mm. of Shells, but like, I don't. It, it's not like the whole, the whole episode is that suffering. No, yeah, it's and you know, take care of yourself. Exactly, just watch Shells. <laughs> yeah, um, when I rewatch this episode, I would maybe just kind of fast forward to the Illyria stuff in this episode. Yeah, maybe. I, yeah, I just I'm struggling to feel compelled by Illyria other than as kind of like a comedic, I don't know if that's entirely correct. I am struggling to feel compelled by Illyria. I would like to be won over. I think Amy is doing fantastic. I just think it kind of feels like an awkward time to bring in an entirely new person who there has to be a lot of exposition about yeah. when I'm like, but I only have like this much remaining time with all of my yeah. friends. You know, I, I, I do, feel that pressure on it. I do think part of the mess here is like the rushing to like wrap it all up. And I, I do think the next episode doesn't help with that feeling um, mm-hmm. because there's a, the part where she's like, you know, she's talking to Angel. She's saying, fight to hold on to what you were. It's destroying you. And like the whole point of Illyria's thing is to push Angel to do the thing that's clearly uh, it's a clearly a play like we can we can just say that from here like Angel's doing yeah. Angel's doing a, a bit basically he's doing yeah. something mm-hmm. and it's it's not like he b- truly believes what Illyria says because everything's Illyria saying hey Illyria you ended up in a sarcophagus and like the the wolf the ram and the heart they fucking took over like what yeah. you're saying is wrong <laughs> but like in mm-hmm. he's getting into her mindset and that's why he is doing whatever he's doing but when he when she says to him you know that fighting to hold on to what you are is destroying you it's mm-hmm. muddled because like it's how much of a mess the season is in general that's making it muddled yeah. like this is it, there's an interesting connection you could make between the two of them and how they mm-hmm. see the world and like their status and that because she keeps calling it like his kingdom and him being king and it's like that's not angel's not king he's just a good boy um yeah. But, but, like, you know, he's a leader. He's mm-hmm. this figurehead. Like, he, there's yeah. something there. But it's, like, really rushing to get to this point of trying to make that connection, which is just a, kind of a symptom of, and now we have to wrap this all up. Um, yeah. which is not a task I envy. Yeah. Incredibly hard. They were not given a lot of notice. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. here to be uh, too complainy about any of that stuff. I, I just am struggling to find the thing to be like, woo, about. 
I will complain, uh, though, about how so much of this episode is Angel being like, we have to stop her, blah, blah, blah. It's like, at, at no point, un- it's not until Wes talks to Hamilton and then he doesn't even really tell them what the deal is, which he really should, that he's like, mm-hmm. they think about using Illyria as a weapon for their own gains. Because yeah. we'll, we'll get into it, but like Angel's talking about like the resources of this place, blah, 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 blah. Like, the monetary resources of this place are not anything that is integral to Illyria. What she wants, mm-hmm. like the power she wants is a different kind of power than the power Wolfram and Hart has, basically. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the, to think of it like she would care about that, it's like, it's really obtuse, I, I think. But yeah, That's it's it. just, it's not until the Hamilton thing with Wes where it's like, oh yeah, we should... They don't. They obviously don't want Elyria around the senior partners. We should probably keep her around. But like mm-hmm. again, things are happening. Not, not even happening off screen. They just don't happen. Mm-hmm. And part of that is because Wes is annoyed because Angel just has to be like dumb brute being like, "Will it kill her?" And he's trying to. The thing he's trying to explain is clearly that it's not going to kill her. But yeah, <laughs> Angel's like, "It's going to kill her." Yeah, sure. That's that's Wes's reaction pretty much. Yeah, it's just like I'm at this point. I'm like, stop playing pranks on each other. Like, put all your cards well, on the it's, table. It's like, have conversation. Part of it is because Wes has his memories back, so of course his first order of business is to betray Angel. Oh, classic. Yeah, <laughs> now that he's himself again, he's like, of course I'm gonna lie to Angel about what I'm gonna do. It's my favorite. So mm-hmm. just telling him this. Uh, of course, another missed opportunity in the world of off-screen, which is uh, Wes enlisting Spike to help him in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like we talk about, like uh, you know how Spike and Fred were best friends. Yeah, let's see some of this. Like the, the two of them who would care the most about this in this part, like actually, you know, working together. He like, he, show it, me the he recruited Spike. Yeah, he recruited Spike off-screen. I would like to see that actually. Yeah, that's a scene between two characters I like who haven't really gotten to interact a lot this season. That mm. could have had both comedic and dramatic value. And he, and Spike can clearly see that Wes is cool again. So mm-hmm. I want to know what Spike thinks about like now Grizzlier Wes because he was hanging around with like very very like uptight, boring dweeb Wes. Does he think this Wes is hot? Does he think this Wes? Fucks. Does he think this Wes is cool? Are they gonna smoke cigarettes together? Does, did These he also notice? <laughs> did he also notice in this episode that Alexis clearly sh- cut his hair very short, and they tried to fix it with gel? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> like there's want... the the first scene of his office. I'm like, there is so much gel in his hair. And then I realized, <laughs> oh, his hair was like cut very short, and they're trying to do something. Oops. I just want, like, Wes drunkenly telling Spike about how he used to have a cool neck scar. And Spike being like, that sounds so... I'll give you one again. Like, he's like, let me... like, like He's got a sword. Here. Like, we could do... We could, we could be in a safe environment. We can seal it right up. Like, you can have that cool neck scar again. You can be that dude. And him, like, nearly beheading Wes. These are the shenanigans I want. This is what the people (laughs) would like to see. It's what the people deserve. But uh, shall we dive in? I suppose. All right. We open in the suburb hell basement. Uh, The Wrath is shushing Gunn, who is, you know, crying out in fear and pain and such. Uh, And he's about to do a big old stab. And then the room starts to shake. 
Illyria's here and she's saving Gun. And there were were gunshots, which means the bl- the blonde family did shoot at her. She <laughs> murdered that woman and that blonde boy. Absolutely ripped to them. Um, and Illyria makes very quick work of the wrath. Rips off Gun's necklace. Our, our friends are getting are not thinking. No one thought to put the necklace on the wrath, even though they at an earlier time in our lives they would have thought of that i do feel like they've gotten dumber but yeah this season uh, specifically he's like fred what the fuck you look terrible to what you say rude yeah rude <laughs> um and then he's i read in my notes at that, that lol got her <laughs> um and yeah. Gun, now that he remembers who he is is like oh oh illyria <laughs> I, want to, I want to see the wrath with his now dead blonde family. Um, but also, Desperately. this whole, uh, someone has to stay here, blah, blah, blah. Where's Knox's dead body? Yeah. Use him. Yes, I uh, fully agree. We don't have some piece of shit we can send there instead. Like, come on. P. Vane. Um, P. Vane. Great. So <laughs> Gunn uh, is like, I can't leave the dimension unless, you know, we do the necklace thing and they do the necklace thing they put it on the wrath uh he we see him stabbing himself in the heart wearing the necklace i get it so wes is kind of like i explained what's going on with gun and illyria just opened a portal and left (laughs) so i assume she's getting him good news i guess (laughs) and angel doesn't buy it what's the catch illyria can't just be helpful can't she (laughs) Um, he says, do you have yeah, any because idea? She, she was a little bitch to him in Origin. <laughs> Absolutely she was, and it was cool. Um, but it's like, again, Angel, did you not notice how into Wes she is? Like, well, well, no, he has, and that's the problem. Anymore. Yeah, he's scared. <laughs> now that Wes has his memories back, he can, he can see the, the betrayal countdown timer going. <laughs> What can I do to betray Angel's trust? Hmm. So he says, like, do you have any idea why she's doing this stuff for you? Like, why would she take this risk for us? I wrote my notes because they're fucking in Morgan's mind. Thank you. Okay, look, you heard it. Um, So Wes is like, look, maybe to her it doesn't seem like that much of a risk. She's the powers of a god. Like, we're all insignificant, and so are the obstacles we're facing. Maybe it's just not a big deal to her. She has the powers of the god, and we will need to take those away for the budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wes is like, I think, like, if anything, she sticks around because I amuse her. And I'm like, do tell. But Angel's like, she sticks around because she smells power and influence here. Maybe she sees Wolfram and Hart as a place that can give her her full powers back. Yeah, and I'm just like, I don't think her idea of everything is anything she can get from a corporate overlord. Yeah. Uh, Because if that's what she wanted, like, her plan would just be Jasmine's plan. Yeah, like, why not? Also, like, why not just, like, go to the White Room then? And Mm. be like, hey, I'm Illyria. What do you want to (laughs) do? Like, pretty easy to do that. <laughs> um, so Wes is like, huh, maybe we could, like, get her on our side? And then she pops through the portal with Gun, and she's holding him up by the throat. And I said, joke's on you. He's into that now. He hates <laughs> himself. And I was like, not in a horny way. He just wants to be punished. Um, she, yeah. she knows that Gun has value. Um, Angel gets all threatening. Wes steps in and is like, oh, my God, Illyria, you're right. God is of great value. So we're in debt to you. 
for returning him. Thank you. <laughs> See, this is why Illyria doesn't like Angel. Like, Wes is always patient with her, and then Angel gets, like, all wee little puppet man with her. It's, like, real mm-hmm. I'm the decider, I decide vibes. It is so... It, it's a color I don't love on Angel yeah. and Boreanaz, and it's, and it's a color we see a lot this season. Yeah, like, I really spent a lot of this episode being like, is this even angel like i'm watching this performance i'm like is he even playing angel that's the thing which is why i must like like how soon after this is bones like how how long is it until bones it's not the next season i think it's the season after i think he took like he took one season break (laughs) he took he took one network season off and then did this here let me just double check yeah bones the bones is the girl one just yeah Uh, yeah, Bones starts uh, fall of 2005. So, yeah, he just took off this upcoming season after the show, and which is insane. Is, <laughs> I, I have not watched a lot of Bones, but that's there's a like, lot of seasons oh, of it. Oh, yeah, that's like a lighter thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm not like the, it's it's a little but bit more of like a Blue Skies procedural. Like, there's, there's murdery stuff. In yeah, it, there's I know. serial killer stuff. Yeah, like mm-hmm. arcs. There's 12 seasons, 246 mm-hmm. episodes. Good God, that's and now, they don't make them like they used to. And now Seal Team looks like it's gonna last forever too, and that's definitely uh, dark, yeah, dark area. So maybe you know you just get tired of one mode and you want to go into another, but like it just does seem like this. I don't know if we're playing to Boreanaz's strengths at this point, and that's not me trying to ding his performance or anything. It's just me it saying, feels... like, TV is a theater troupe. You're supposed to play to the strengths of the people it you're working with. Feels like a, a grumpy and jealous, honestly, because there's a point where he tells her to stop speechifying. I'm like, that's all you're doing in this episode, Angelus? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, I... I and I, when I say Angelus, I mean season four Angelus, because he he loves to give a speech. Yes, he does. God, that bitch was monologuing. He, he was auditioning for Juilliard. He loved to hear the sound of his own voice, and it was it was great. But still, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Illyria, you know, it feels sufficiently flattered by Wes and drops gun on the floor. Great, we go to titles. Then in the lobby, Gun walks into his first day back in his sadness hoodie solemn music plays as he walks through the lobby which is like a very far cry from like the the strut we've been seeing in his various suits Mm -hmm. and like bouncy kind of music you know it's a real departure from that he gets into his office and it is just like full of paperwork that is like piled up on his desk he does not have his full memories back but he does have his hell memories back so because that which yeah he, he remember like he remembers all of the torture right yeah Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, all the sack of files are waiting for him. His clients must be pissed. Although, I do wonder, do they not have other lawyers who could have taken on his cases? It's a law uh, so, firm. Well, I, in, in, I believe that associates would have stepped up to handle it, but it would have been people way less senior. So, I'm sure his clients are still all pissed because there they're have not to being, be, you know. Are there no other senior level lawyers now? Yeah, but none that have every magical law ever shoved into their brain through the power of the non-matrix. And now I, I have to wonder, does Gun is Gun a partner? No idea. <laughs> Ooh, he should be. He deserves to be. He's Sorry, guys, I've been watching business. Netflix's The Lincoln Lawyer lately, so. Ah. <laughs> I got, I got I my Duty Kelly back on, guys. 
Hell yeah, very happy for you. I bet I bet he's a partner. Yeah, like not an I mean obviously not a named partner, but like mm-hmm. he's a partner for sure. Um so we have uh we go to Wes's office. He is asking his books for lots of research material on So much gel in his hair. So oh, much so gel. Much. <laughs> and especially anything on the old ones. Mm-hmm. Um and on how to make your hair grow really really fast so that nobody <laughs> notices you got a haircut that's too short. Um gun comes in and finds that Wes's office is a huge mess. Every surface, including the ground, is covered in open, dusty old tomes. And Wes is like, I'm, I'm doing a perfect approximation of it, but obviously this is an audio medium. <laughs> but Latoya, can you vouch that I'm like doing it? Like he's like hunched over and he's oh, like- Oh, well, well, we flitting. are recording this video. So like oh, we could yeah, make yeah, a yeah. gif of Here. this. Okay, so he's kind of like, ooh, <laughs> ooh. Wow. He keeps kind of doing that. It's great. I love the manic energy. It makes me laugh. Okay, so Um, we're making a gif of that. Yes. Finally. (laughs) Visual comedy. Um, So Gunn is like, oh, this place is kind of fucked. You don't just like Wes. Um, And Wes is like, hey, hey, hey. He is basically saying his internal monologue out loud right now. Yes, like he has like near it's always sunny vibes. He's like, hey, uh, go, hey, um, I know I should apologize. I know I should, but uh, because of the stabbing, but it feels like it might be awkward. So I'm just gonna kind of like move past it. <laughs> and Gun is like, yeah, good call. Anyways, I don't want a sorry. I probably like wouldn't accept it. Uh, it's nothing compared to the wrath cutting my heart out over and over again. So I'm pretty much have forgotten it. Thumbs up. <laughs> Wes is like, okay, Gun, what are you looking for then by coming here to my office where I am con- trying to contain my unstableness? And uh, he's like, a compass? Like now with Illyria around? Like, I don't know which way is up. You know, the thing that killed my friend is working with us. Like, I just feel very lost and adrift. And Wes is like, everything is a bit odd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. he He's not... Well, um, Gunn says the this place just went Poseidon on my ass. I don't know which way is up. I did not understand that reference. I was so confused. And then I looked it up. But then mm-hmm. because IMDb wasn't helpful when the description of the movie, I'm like, I still don't get it. Then I had to look. So the <laughs> reference is 1972's The Poseidon Adventure. Here's mm-hmm. the, the description given on IMDb. A group of passengers must embark on a harrowing struggle for survival after a rogue wave capsizes their cruise ship at sea. That still doesn't explain it. So, mm-hmm. in the capsizing that happens, mm-hmm. the ship flips over and all the internal mm-hmm. rooms are upside down. That yep. is the reference. <laughs> yep. And some of us have seen the reboot of that that came out in the early aughts, Poseidon, which I believe has Emmy Rossum in it, uh, post Man of the Opera, when she was in her, like, Day yes, After I, Tomorrow bag. <laughs> I remember that movie vaguely, but I did not know that was a rem- remake. Yes, it's a remake, so it does the exact same thing. So, like, yeah, oh, it's up is down. Uh, the, the poster for Poseidon is an upside-down ship. Yeah, baby! <laughs> okay, we got Kurt Russell. We got yeah, Josh we Lucas, because of course we do. Mm-hmm. We got Richard Dreyfus. We got Emmy Rossum. Mm-hmm. We got Jacinda Barrett. We got Mike Vogel. We got Mia mm-hmm. Maestro. We got Andre Brower. <laughs> yeah, baby! Ugh. And, of course, Akiva Goldsman was in there producing that shit. You know it. <laughs> It was countries to make things. Um, <laughs> so 
Uh, Glass is like, I don't know, like, maybe we just need to adjust. And I'm like, is this adjusting? You don't look well. Uh, then they start talking about Illyria, and Wes is like, yeah, weird, huh? You can't look at her without seeing. I, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the Poseidon soundtrack. <laughs> there yeah. are two Fergie songs on it, including what I believe is a cover of Enrique Iglesias' By Lamos. <laughs> Good. Uh, Wes is kind of like, you can't look at Illyria without seeing, and he cannot even say Fred's name. So he finds a clever little workaround that he seems very pleased with himself about, and he says, uh, her body's previous owner. And then he does a little giggle, because he's, like, fully unhinged, and he's explaining, we look so small to her, her being Illyria. And... It makes sense as a reaction to getting all of his memories back, but they're not acting like that's what this is. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, you kind of have to read between a lot of lines and just kind of make your own calls about what's going on. And that's not always the worst thing, but it's not the way storytelling has usually been on this show <laughs> yeah. in previous this, times. This is different. We're not, I, again, <laughs> feel like I'm going to be gaslit, as, but in this case, it's just being like told, the show's always been like this. No one has it. No, sir. Hello, Kristen and Jenny here to tell you that this September will mark the 30th anniversary of the premiere of The X-Files. And to celebrate, we will be in Boston and New York City doing live recordings of our podcast, The (laughs) X-Files. Join us and special guests Saturday, September 9th at Arts at the Armory in Somerville, Massachusetts, where we are discussing The X-Files Season 1, Episode 20, Darkness Falls. And then the very next day, Sunday, September 10th, at the Bell House in Brooklyn, where we will be discussing The X-Files Season 1, Episode 21, Tombs. The ultimate will-they-won't-they, Tombs and the Fifth Liver. (laughs) All information except whether he gets the liver or not can be found by going to bufferingcast.com slash live. We will have a VIP meet and greet in Boston and a VIP after party happening in New York City. And yes, of course, we will be dressing up as Mulder and Scully. Or, Jenny, will we be Fox and Dana? Come to the show to find out. <laughs> Tickets and details are there for you at bufferingcast.com slash live. So Gunn is like, do you have her on a leash? And Wes is like, no, no, I do not. <laughs> uh, they joke about her thinking she's the god king of the universe, but she isn't. And Gunn's like, so she's a TV star. You get it? Shut the fuck um, up. Because as we know, all female actresses are bad. Well, uh, um, what was it? Uh, I said, like, shut the fuck up, Josh Whedon, for that one. But there was actually a previous line that I said, shut the fuck up, Josh Whedon, which is, she was ruler of the world, sort of thing goes in one's head. Shut up, Josh Whedon. Absolutely. Um, and Wes is like, she's nowhere near that bad, meaning a television star. Um, but a bit more violent, though. And, you know, I write in my notes, you know, actresses, they're all unreasonable. And anytime they're upset with you, it's their fault. <laughs> that was a real uh, Bruce Campbell delivery. You know, spies, a bunch of bitchy little girls from the Bird Notice <laughs> intro. <laughs> well, as you know, I've learned all I know about <laughs> acting from the Burn Notice intro, which Michael Chasen will do for me anytime I request it. <laughs> it's, it's good. And someone needs your help, Michael. 
It's been too long. I actually need to request for my own mental health to request another recitation of the Please record it. Intro. I will. Um, so in the, then we go to the training room and we have this Spike and Illyria scene. Spike is like getting better at fighting Illyria. Uh, it's actually you know, he's working. Kind of learned stuff, which is cool. Illyria needles him. She's like, you liked Fred, you know, the like the shell, the body's previous owner. You freaking like, cuck. Yeah. <laughs> you freaking cuck. You liked her. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, loved her. It's like, crazy how about it? Illyria's always calling people betas and cucks. <laughs> and talking about their so low T. <laughs> and it's weird because like, obviously that's kind of an anachronism. It hadn't really been invented yet, but like we all just rolled with it. She was. <laughs> she, 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 uh, she time travels, you know. <laughs> Well, she yeah, she's she's unstuck, so she knows that all of these guys are you know no, good for nothing cucks. <laughs> she is red pill. She is absolutely red pill. It's crazy um, how she's always just like m- mocking Wes for being a fucking incel. It's so wild. <laughs> he should have listened. He should have. Wes whispering to his Wolfman Heart book, "Give me everything you have on." Incels. I'm thinking more Illyria going back in time to season three, being like, stop being such an incel. He's like, Fred? Fred, why are you blue? <laughs> it's good now. Um, so Illyria is like, okay, if you loved her, why are you so fine, you know, punching me when I look like her? And Spike's like, because it's very obvious to me, you are not her. Like, no part of you is her. You smell different, you act different, mm-hmm. all the shit. And Illyria's like, um, you know, you figure that out. That's adaptation, yeah. which I look down on <laughs> I, as Illyria. Adaptation is it's for compromise. <laughs> I my notes. Dang, you can't even I'm, learn in Illyria's book. <laughs> I am curious. Is he not struggling, you know, like the other boys, because just because he didn't know her as long, too, you think? I mean, yeah, I would also think that. Mainly. And again, this is, this is interesting stuff we could get more into. It's like, yeah, Spike mm-hmm. really did care about Fred and we could have seen more of that, you know. Mm-hmm. And but like in the end, like he knows he can compartmentalize better than they can because he didn't have like the whole uh, gamut of Fred. Yeah, he didn't have like years with her mm-hmm. and and did not know her as intimately as either <laughs> like Wes or Gunn. Yeah, knew her. It, like what would be similar like for like him to feel the same way as the rest of them it's like if it was like willow like he's not like best friends with willow but like he he knows willow yeah yeah he'd he'd care if that happened to willow um so uh you know more illyria when the world met me it (laughs) shuddered and groaned for it never met anything like me and spike's like okay whatever Did you also pissing her off? Were you also like this fucking uh, Shakespeare cuck boy, (laughs) Joss Whedon? Mm -hmm. When you were like everything she said, I'm like, you love Shakespeare. I get it, but (laughs) we get it. You love the Bard. (laughs) (laughs) Me too, but I'm cool Mm -hmm. about it. Like Kenneth Branagh. (laughs) Yes, our king, our striking king. Yes solidarity forever uh so spike is like trying to get her while she's like pontificating but illyria uses her slow-mo powers and knocks him around angel shows up he wants to talk we reveal a new little room i don't think we'd seen this place before it's like this little room with like two-way glass just off the training room which i guess makes sense like there's a training room if you were using it like you know to study someone yeah but it just 
everything she says in this episode after a while i'm like girl it just sounds like you're making shit up like, yeah like, like they can't it. fact check this yeah <laughs> to be fair i were i in her position i would do that <laughs> <laughs> when the world met me it shuddered it groaned okay sure okay yeah whatever <laughs> sure that's, um, that's what pangea was doing Absolutely. Pangea, then Pangea split because of me. It was a whole Pangea situation, guys. <laughs> so in the See, little is great room, now. Yeah, she's good. See, with just a little work from us, we can make Illyria work. Um, Spike is like, look, I'm figuring it out, fighting her. Like, it's like he is, like, testing her is upping my game. Like, I didn't even know I was rusty, and now I'm, like, sharp as a tack. I'm feeling really good. It's pretty cool. It's like, it seems like at first it's, you know, Spike just trying to make excuses for why he's sucking. It's like, wait, no. Mm -hmm. He's like, this is actually helping me not suck. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm like, oh, good for you, babe. Uh, Angel's (laughs) like, we're not testing her. She's testing us, and that's the problem. Uh, Illyria stumbles in. Yeah, no. Again, he, he's like, she wants for her heart, so like for the resources. She's testing us. I don't think any of these things are happening. This is just kind of like the millionth time this season that Angel's been like, I know how it is. Shut up. And it's I'm like, do you though? He needs someone to tell him he's dumb and not in the way Spike tells him he's dumb. He needs yes. Cordelia or Fred. He mm-hmm. needs one of those girl ones because the girl one we have is Harmony. Mm-hmm. And it, and if Harmony tells you you're dumb, either you're so dumb it's worrying, or like you don't believe that stuff. <laughs> it's like or like, she doesn't get her. what's happening. Or she doesn't understand what you're saying to her. <laughs> um so Illyria stumbles in, clutching her stomach, yeah, she zoops in, yeah. panting, uh, mm-hmm. and she's confused. And this is the beginning of the tummy aches. Towards the end, she starts clutching her head, but no. The way she's reacting, it's a tummy ache each time. She is having cramps, baby girl. Oh, uh, an episode about the most deadly thing in the world. A woman on her period. God. No, um, as we all know, hot girls have tummy troubles, and Illyria but, but is this struggling is, with her little tummy. Once it like they don't go to the time travel when she does it, then she grabs the head, but like no, it's it's all tummy trouble. She yeah, starts with the tummy, tummy and then goes to the head, it's tummy trouble. So yeah, I do yes. write tummy aches in my notes five hundred times. Good. Uh and Spike is like, I did that. Babe, you did not. <laughs> she literally zooped it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and she seems gun. confused. Yeah, she like doesn't know what's going on and is talking about something that makes no sense to you guys. And so like, I did all of that. Yep. Because my high T. <laughs> um, then in Gunn's office, Gunn is working on the big old stack. He opens the first file. Lauren comes in. Lauren, dressed finally in his incognito gear at work, but... That's not the point I want to talk about, really. Uh, Lauren brings up, uh, he says, shoulder to the wheel, a phrase I have only ever heard in Joss Whedon's work, famously in the second episode mm-hmm. of Dollhouse, where the middleman plays world's yep. most dangerous game with Echo. Yep. Oh, classic <laughs> shit. I did the fucking, like, I did the gesture. Shoulder to the uh, wheel. Dollhouse, dollhouse hoes no. Um, <laughs> God damn it. I've never heard it outside the context of a Joss Whedon joint. No, never. It's it's. I think that's also like one of the funny things when you are working with a showrunner who like thinks 
things are turns of phrases that aren't mm -hmm. that are just like that's just like a colloquialism that's probably like from your family or your friends or something and it ends up and stuff and all of us like babies are like i don't want to tell them that's not a thing but like shouldn't they know it's not a thing I, it's so funny because it, it's not like it caught on past these two episodes of television nope <laughs> But stop trying to make shoulder to the wheel a thing, Joss. It's not going to be a thing. Or we should. We should carry on the legacy of shoulder to the wheel. I will not. I refuse. <laughs> um, so Lord is incognito. He is like, I am dressed like this because it is my job to tail Illyria. Because you can't trust security at Wolfram and Hart. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Lord is seeming very numb and over it, um, which is not great. Uh, Gun brings up how weird Wes is acting, and Lorne is like, oh, hell yeah, he's being weird. He's moping around the halls, catatonic, then he's jittering around his office, quote, like a bug on a hot plate, end quote, trying to find any scrap of information he can on Illyria. Like, it's weird. <laughs> and then got to ask, what's Angel say about it? Oh, he's not very talky these days either. All he's doing is fucking talking in this episode. But not about like anything of substance. I all know. All he's doing is like yelling at everyone to get to work all the time when it's like, it's Angel, you're okay, a yes. bad leader. Angel's <laughs> angry instead of broody and that's the problem. Mm -hmm. I'm like, is he drinking his son's blood again? <laughs> Is he, yeah, like, this man needs a night alone in the dark with a dusty old tome. He needs to sketch again. Like, Angel, return to something that fills up your cup. Protect your peace. Because <laughs> I'm sick of this shit. Yeah. Angel actually uses the walkie-talkie to talk to Lord to bring him in. The first time, the only time. I still think that it should have been, like, he just doesn't know how to use the walkie-talkie. <laughs> yeah, I that bit. Oh, I did that bit. The angel I know wouldn't know me. how to use the walkie-talkie at all. Absolutely. Um, and uh, we go to the conference room. Spike is like, "Okay, what's the plan yeah. on getting rid of Illyria? Are we I read my notes. putting her out to pasture or taking her to the slaughterhouse?" All the boys meeting in Angel's office because this is just a literal boys' club. It, mm -hmm. When Hamilton like later leaves, I'm just I mean, we see just all men. Yep. Just dudes. Here's the thing. It's just for boys now. <clears throat> because obviously Amy's still here and Illyria's here, but mm -hmm. Harmony's the girl one because Illyria mm -hmm. is just outside yeah. the, the space of anything. I agree. <laughs> she's um, a she's a different thing. Yes. <laughs> um Angel seems down to do violence. I mean, you know, Illyria killed Fred. Should be fair game. Uh Wes is like, I mean, I don't think she to be fair, like, did that with any malice, you know? Like, she's a virus taking over her body. Like, that's not really on her. Um, and <laughs> Angel is like, I need you to figure out how to kill her. And Wes is like, yeah, okay. Yeah, because, so Angel first says he wants to find some kind of weakness or point of vulnerability, which is ultimately what they do. But then Wes is like, you want me to find a way to kill her? It's like, you got a problem with that? He. He does just ask, do you have a problem with that? To which Wes says mm -hmm. no, which he does. And again, immediately I'm like, you can use her as a tool. Mm -hmm. You see she's attached to Wes. Use mm -hmm. her as a tool. She's attached to Wes and to Spike. Yeah. She clearly likes Spike. Like, it's it's just, it's She could kill Spike me. if she wanted to. Mm-hmm. Easily. And she does in this episode. 
Yeah, it's very fun. Um, so Gunn is like, hey, what about that apocalypse that we're supposedly in the middle of? Yeah, because um, he wasn't there when Lindsay told him. And, you know, you you would think mm-hmm. Lindsay would still be around in these episodes after that happened because we're in an apocalypse. But no. Mm-hmm. But no. No, we cannot afford Christian Kane also. In addition to all these special effects, no. Um, you, get, told- you get Christian Kane or you get special effects. Choose one. I would choose Christian Kane. Me too. Uh, television's best special. Morgan, please watch Leverage. He, <laughs> I know, I he and Aldis, their bromance, so oh, good. That is very compelling to me. Um, so it, we, he's like, supposedly the apocalypse started a long time ago. Evil has just been keeping it under wraps to keep it to their advantage. And Spike's like, apparently we're on the wrong side or the right side if you like winning. And <laughs> Angel says this part, which is next time you go out there, take a good look around because it's true gun. And I mean, I know it's true because I've seen this show. Yeah. But like what in the outside world, like and anything that's happened this season suggests it's truer than anything else before. And that's yes. why, again, I'm like frustrated because the season is too insular. And obviously yes. it, it's a problem. Like it's an intentional problem on the show. It's like mm-hmm. that it's not on the street level, but you need to see something mm-hmm. so you can like latch onto the bit. And it's just yes. <clears throat> part of the reason is it's so insular because you have like these new sets and everything. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> you know what would be better? If we had the old sets and you mm-hmm. show what's happening out in the streets. Because yeah. like, remember early in the season when they're meeting in Griffith Park to avoid being listened to inside Wolfram and Hart? And they yes. just stop fucking doing that despite yes. knowing that Wolfram and Hart is the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, and that's obviously, like, that. this is when we get into talking about budget. Like, it is cheaper to tell stories on your own set. Yes, but it's cheaper to you... use the set you've had for the past three seasons <laughs> instead of making a brand new huge... Fu- he made a brand new huge fucking set. He made it so huge that you could just walk around, do walk-in talks like you're Aaron Sorkin. We, yeah, we talked about this in the can... premiere. <laughs> And that you can, like, put the camera all these different places and do all these yes. long tracking shots. Like, obviously, there are benefits to having this great big new set. But now you can't go anywhere up, else. It clearly also, like, took up the whole fucking stage. Like, it, and yeah. anywhere else they go, that has to be a location or it has to be, like, some kind of build on, like, whatever corner of the set is unused. Yeah, yeah remember result, the roof scene with Wes and Illyria and how bad that looked. Yeah, and it's... It really keeps you like if these people are supposed to be the saviors of mankind and they're never seeing mankind, it becomes really hard to stay connected to those stakes. And obviously, to a certain extent, that was the story they were trying to tell about all of them losing their way. Mm-hmm. But it makes it really hard for us, the audience, to like keep our eye on the ball. Yeah. And also, like, it just kind of ends up making Angel sound very much like old man yells at Cloud. Like, look at there. It's so clear that the apocalypse is nigh. And it's like, why? Because the youth's music is too loud? Like, Because <laughs> yeah, their, their, their pants are sagging? Yes, I know. I'm like, are you going to tell people to pull up their pants? I can't handle this shit. We, you know what? We got a little bit of the outside world when Spike was thinking he was uh, Lindsay's champion mm-hmm. and everything. I, I never saw anything outside the ordinary there. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can't you can't see that line. Like that's not even a matter of we're all, you know we're barreling towards the end. We had to like rush. Like there's been nothing. Nothing this season has suggested there's anything is worse right now out there than there mm-hmm. was before. Yeah, and it's just it's a bummer like it, it there's nothing i can well, feel and it could be actually worse 
in the aftermath of the Jasmine thing. People could be mm-hmm. still very depressed. That yes. could still be a part of the show. Easily. Like, we have, we have not heard anything about, like, a post-Jasmine culture and how anyone feels about any of this kind of stuff. Like, I, it's just kind of wild. Like, How he, does Arnold Schwarzenegger, the governor who was going to put Jasmine in charge, how does he feel about this? Probably bereft. How he does Kobe Bryant Jasmine. feel about this? Oh, probably bereft. He probably misses Jasmine. <laughs> exactly. I, yeah, it, it's just, it. it's also clearly, like, we're, we're talking about these things, like, would have been nice to see, would have been nice to see. But again, this is a season of the show that's really turned its back on being serialized. So that's not the kind of story they even wanted to tell, where, like, you know, we slowly see things that aren't quite right creeping into the background. That's not what they wanted to do anymore. Like, like we just have to be told how it is. Like, we're in an episode of fucking Charmed. The most we get is not even, like, on the base level of people. It's the people who should technically be on our team side who's saying you guys are wrong it's it's uh damage it's lineage where like quote unquote good guys are like you guys are on the wrong side of things but like how bad are things right now we don't know and we're not gonna know in the next episode because we're having fun fun Um, but uh, Angel is like, we're fighting an invisible enemy. And even though we've helped a lot of people, we're still the top earners for Wolfram and Hart. And I was like, they are? Like, I had no idea. I uh, mean, they keep doing fucking Wolfram and Hart's bidding. Of course they are. Like, are you proud of that? Like, I'm very confused. Like, what's your mission? You, they haven't done anything to sabotage Wolfram and Hart. So of course they're the top fucking earners. Like, I'm so, like, so fucking confused <laughs> you can't tell us all these things are happening outside and then nothing yeah what what that's not been any part of the season okay i for any complaints that's not been any part of the season that things are worse out in the world right now yeah like go to the jamba juice across from this place i we know the hyperion had a jamba juice across the street there's no reason there shouldn't be a jamba juice across the street from wolfram and hart that they can I'm go sure, and check in with the common man i'm sure on the first floor there's a jamba juice inside the building damn <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you think that's, charles that's... gunn is getting those razzmatazzes <laughs> every day i'm charles gunn give me a razzmatazz <laughs> I still think we need to make that merch. <laughs> no, um, that's probably the, 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 I would say that's the peak of our, our podcast, but mm-hmm. um, <laughs> have I ever told you you're a beautiful woman is actually the peak of our podcast. I agree. That's so right at the start. We really, <laughs> it's all been downhill from there. Worse. <laughs> I agree. Obviously. Um, but yeah. So Hamilton comes in. Yes. And that's and why I'm like, why are we having meetings in this fucking office or any office? We should be doing any meeting about the importance or the, uh, of all of our team stuff, the apocalypse outside of this place. He clearly heard what you guys were talking about. <laughs> Yeah, like, do it in Spike's shitty apartment. I don't care. Like, it, it somewhere else. Uh, but I want to see this man in. play Donkey Kong on an Xbox again. Please. <laughs> um, Hamilton's the t- like... <laughs> the TV's broken when they walk in. <laughs> I would like that. Um, Hamilton's like, you actually are not the top of, like earners anymore. Illyria destroyed a bunch of shit on her way to get gun and we have like you've incurred all of those damages so now you're at the bottom of the list boohoo <laughs> yeah 
Uh, yeah, this where my nose, I'm just yelling. Yes, it's cheaper to be on these sets, but you know what would have been cheaper? Using the sets you already had. <laughs> but also, But also, so what if they're not the top order? What's, what are the senior partners going to do? They yeah. don't want to let them go. Yeah. Angel can Take, yeah. kick a puppy right now. Who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. What are they going to do? Nothing. It's they so want him silly. to stay here. <laughs> like there, there are no this. The, whatever the stakes are here are so nebulous and confusing, and I'm just having so much information. If the apocalypse is happening already, then fuck them. You don't want to be the on their fu- side. Do whatever the fuck you want. Start playing basketball in the lobby, Charles. Honestly. Yeah, get out of there. I just don't. It continues to confound me. Why do you need to make your your clients happy? The apocalypse is happening. They're on your clients are on the side of the bad, so just don't help them. The end. Yeah, very easy actually to do that. <laughs> to just start wrecking shit at Wolfram and Hart. Just destroy the place. Like blow it up. I don't know. Like this isn't helpful. Literally, just walk through the halls, start beating the shit out of every lawyer you see. Who gives a fuck? What are yeah. they going to do? Probably nothing. Hey, Gun was just in hell. And guess what? Illyria grabbed him out real, real easy. Like, like, what are you guys yeah. gonna do? Nothing. Exactly. So Hamilton's like, the partners have a job for you, and Angel's like, well, that's not a priority for me. And Hamilton's like, well, you have to focus on profits to keep the doors open. And I'm and, like, he doesn't want the doors open. <laughs> and here, I think this is the beginning of the Angel talking. Like, and yes, because you can't do quippy banter. It, you couldn't do quippy banter with Eve because she was a child, and you can't do quippy banter with Hamilton because he's a drip. Yeah, it, like neither of these characters are really put Lindsay or Lila own. on. Honestly, bring Fucking back the God. corpse of Holland Manners. Bring back the corpse of Linwood. What are we uh-huh. doing? Put Lila on, please. I'm begging you. <laughs> I miss her so much. Um, so Hamilton's like, uh, yeah, you gotta focus on profits. And Lor- he leaves, and Lauren's like, I still prefer him to Eve. And I'm like, me too, but low bar. <laughs> but that's my point. Yeah, and that's because boys rule and girls drool. We all know this. Just look at mm-hmm. Chewie and Dahlia. <laughs> it's true. Um, <laughs> so then in Wes's office, Illyria comes in to find Wes sitting on the floor and musing. So Classic. much gel. So much. Illyria is like, what day is it? What do you call it? And Wes is like, I call it Monday, I think. <laughs> like, he does not know what day of the week it is. Um, he's has she concerning. Has she already technically, she's already done a time loop. We haven't seen it yet, but she's already like, she's already looping, right? Yeah, she's looping. Um, she, she's looper right now. Um, they're like, we've, she's like, we had this conversation before. And he's like, yeah, we've discussed like days and time, right? And Illyria's like, you're my guide, right? But you're more than that. You're my betrayer. <laughs> <laughs> and, Calm uh, down. <laughs> God, like, girl, take a breath. Like, I, I, I saying, don't really want her to calm down, but it, is, it does get kind of funny. exhausting. It, it, occasionally, it's like, I wish there were slightly more levels. I just feel like it has to be very draining for Amy. Yeah. Um, and she's like, you shattering the little tiny lantern, the window of Ortolan, was an attempt to destroy me, to unmake me. And that was a betrayal. And he's like, okay, well, like, yeah, I did want to bring Fred back. But, like, it didn't work. Does my betrayal 
sting you? And he kind of seems to take a little bit of joy in the idea that he hurt her feelings, <laughs> um, which, hot. Illyria's <laughs> <laughs> um, like, whatever, I don't have a feeling about it. I don't care about it. It doesn't even mean anything to me. You're a fucking idiot. I don't like you. Bye. Um, yeah, she's she, like, betrayal was a neutral word in my day. <laughs> as unjudged a word as water or breeze. Calm down. I'm like, okay, every, was she uh, a Bravo lab in the past life? Every other line of lyrics is, blank was a blank in my day. Yes, very mad Libby. Um, and she goes, well, perhaps I am only bothered because I am bothered. And like, it kind of just hits her like, fuck, I have a fucking feeling about something. And, and then she like, calls us all motes of dust. Yeah, yeah. She's like, that sounds really human. And Illyria's like, you're flies, blah. <laughs> and Wes is like, hey, manners. And again, I'm like, what's going on here? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, Have you checked for the fic yet? <laughs> no, but I'm sure it will be tagged Dom Sub over, like, undertones. I, <laughs> I assume it will be. It will, they will be switches. Um, but we go to Angel's office. Gunn's got the file on the job. So it looks like a ceremonial demon pact, and we need to sign as witness for the firm. And Angel's like, okay, like, you've met Hamilton before, he said when he came in. And Gunn's like, yeah, he visited me in my hell, offered me a way out. And Angel's like, what did you say? And Gunn's like, do you even have to ask? And Angel's like, yeah. <laughs> the doy. And Gunn's like, I told him to fuck off. I'm not into making deals. Not anymore. Yeah, because now he's back to old Gunn because he's wearing a hoodie. So he says he doesn't mm -hmm. like making deals with hideous, scaly, evil clients. You remember how he was a bigot towards demons? Uh, mm -hmm. and, I, and I also remember the season how, you know, homie was jazzed about that shit to the point of saying jazzed. So yeah. oh, remember when he was golfing? <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I just like covered my face with my hands. Like I hate it. <laughs> Makes me ill. Um, so Gunn is like, it's like hard enough already to help these fucking people. Um, and I I'm, hate like, them again. I'm back to normal. Yeah. And I kind of wondered, I'm like, did you mean that you found it hard earlier and never communicated to it? Because you seem to love to that shit earlier. Yeah, or like, was it always going to be hard to jump back in with these people now that your eyes are open? Like, I would love more specificity to what's going on with him, but we do not get that. Instead, we get a blonde woman who's here about a demon pact, and she's pregnant. That's to which I say, enter the wife, as this blonde woman is played by Jamie Bergman, wife of David Boreanaz. My wife! <laughs> he was My probably wife. saying that a lot. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, very nice. <laughs> this is great. What we've been missing is more Borat voices. It really is. I mean, the two funniest things ever are my wife and hello, Joyce. So Joyce. Yeah, that's true. Um, so we, we cut to a little bit later. Um, uh, blonde lady has a contract. In Amanda front of her. is her name. Not oh, Nina. Amanda. Not Tina. Amanda. 
Amanda. Amanda has a contract in front of her. She says she was found by demons, led to her by a seer, saying her baby is some sort of holy one to these demons, the fulfiller of a prophecy. Uh, they are called the Fell Brethren. And she says they've been very supportive. You know, they're bringing her shakes and vitamins mm -hmm. and shit. Like, she likes these guys. These demons do the news. They are Fells. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Gun <laughs> is like, be careful, because like they're demons. And um, the fell brethren show up. They are, I write in my notes, gargoyle looking motherfuckers. And they're like, we're actually your clients yeah. here. Like, we're whose interests you're looking out for. He's, he's trying to warn her, you know, they're demons. She's like, yeah, I know. And I'm just like, come on, Gun, pay fucking attention. You're reading this. You should know that they're the, the clients, not her. Yeah, look at the paperwork. Um, so then in Wes's office, uh, we're back with the conversation that we're having with O'Leary and Wes. And O'Leary's like, time kind of like doesn't exist until it's like cracked apart, you know? <laughs> like you do. And <laughs> Wes is like, I don't know what you're saying. And you also don't look well. And O'Leary's like, like, I don't give a fuck what you think, guy. I'm like, oh, Wesley's telling someone they don't look all together well? Sir. Look, Look at the all the gel in your hair. Look at that short, short hair. <laughs> and uh, something weird happens. And like she reaches she gets a for the glass ache. of water and it, it, her tummy ache, it gets to be too much. And she knocks it over. And suddenly she's in the training room and Angel is ordering Wes to turn this huge gun on her. This huge space gun. <laughs> and then Space gun. <laughs> I wish I wish Gun would go to space. What would Space Gun be like? I bet he'd be cool. First, first of all, he'd be wearing space pants. That's the most important part. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, and she gets a weird tummy ache again, and then she's back with Angel and Spike in that little room off of the training room. And yeah. Spike's like, "I did that. She's looking all fucked up because of me." <laughs> yeah, uh, the original like, ah. zooping. Good stuff. So then we pick up with Illyria, who phases back into the conversation she's having. Another with tummy Wes. ache. Another, yet another tummy ache. This poor girl. Like, have a Pepto, babe. I'm worried. <laughs> this episode is just a commercial for Pepto Bismol. <laughs> Be good. Work on me. Um, and now she's very mad at Wes. She pushes his desk clean across oh. the room, pinning him to the wall. <laughs> she must know her strength because there's no way he's not going through that window plumbing to his death if she didn't do that on purpose. Mm-hmm. And Illyria's like, you want me dead? And Wes is like, no. And Illyria's like, I fucking saw it. I saw it, bitch. You want me dead? And Wes is like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> He should be then, walking around with, like, his ribs taped up for the rest of the episode. Yeah, like, he, his spine, like, shockingly does not crack in half from this <laughs> trauma. He isn't um, bleeding internally. It somehow. seems like he should be. <laughs> um, in the lobby, Illyria is, like, stalking away. Lauren's following her all incognito, trying to do his walkie-talkie shit. Um, and the Fell Brotherhood are gossiping. Harmony shows up to, you know, do good secretary stuff. Yeah, she's clearly been told to stall. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, they will take an organic cola, even though they're mostly concerned about Amanda, a.k.a. the vessel. Um, a, a comforting way to be referred to. Um, then in Angel's conference room, Gunn tells Amanda it's not too late to get out of this argument. 
And Amanda's like, aren't you the guys who are supposed to like tell me to do this? And then the, the most angel line of the episode is like, well, we are. And well, we're not. <laughs> yes. And then he has to try to ignore the walkie-talkie. I'm like, so that's Angel. Angel ears from Secret Demon. Angel, like, flailing to try to, like, yes. shove the walkie-talkie away. And I'm like, you could calmly turn it off no, if you knew of, how to do see, anything. All of that is the Angel I know. <laughs> Classic. Um, Amanda's like, I get how it sounds, giving your baby to, like, a supernatural cult. But he will be worshipped and cared for. He'll be someone important, and I could never give that to him. And she also explains that her husband was hurt at work and suffered brain damage, and the brethren can make him whole again in exchange for the baby. She says, he could remember me again, because that is how severe this is. And she says, how does a person turn all that down? And the thing is... And that's 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 what Angel did. He he made his son whole again. Um, but mm-hmm. the thing I never really thought of, and I thought about here, it's like, okay, so they fix your husband. Yeah. As soon as he knows that you gave up your son for him, how do you think he's gonna feel? That's divorce city. Like, you're not gonna have yeah. him or your child. I mean, it depends on whether or not they were I, initially going to give the baby up, right? Like, I always gonna give the baby up, like for well, adoption. <laughs> I don't think they were. I think it's because he got injured and he's brain damaged. That's what's causing the financial strife. Yeah, that's probably not going to end well. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, you'll get your husband back, and then he'll have to find out what you did. Yeah, which will not be... Because he would have known you were pregnant, mm-hmm. and suddenly, where, where's the baby? Mm-hmm. Um, hey, sir, maybe you should be flattered. She's a problem solver. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen her? She's a, she looks like that, and she's a problem solver? You should Hold be like... that. <laughs> yeah, worshiping the ground she fucking walks on. <laughs> Uh, Gun then is like, fuck this shit, and like walks away. He can't deal with it. Uh, then in Angel's office, uh, Gun talks to Angel about suburb hell, says, you know, the fake life was worse than being in the basement because you could feel the dread underneath all of it, which we were, we kind of talked about a little bit before. Like the, yeah. the creeping, like something's not right, is like a huge part of the torture. Yeah, which is why, even though you don't remember, that's why he's like, I don't want to go to the cellar and all that. All that. Mm-hmm. And he says, like, I don't want to hide the horror anymore. And Angel's that's like, that's been this whole okay. season. <laughs> why? Yeah. You knew you were hiding the horror. You knew. You knew what this place was. You say Bally for the Beast in the finale. Uh, we'll have, mm-hmm. we'll have to, how much of this me frantically being like, what's wrong with you? What we have to cut out? <laughs> It's it's all we're doing this year. Like, I'm very confused. I remain confused. Um, Angel's like, no, no, no. We just got to get through this so we can figure out the bigger picture. And Gun's like, no, And plot no, no, our no, next no. move. Our next- oh, yeah. Plot our next move in your fucking office that's bugged and, like, everyone can hear you. And he's like, this is our next move. Like, the team is as full as it can be, and this is the first challenge we're facing now that we know all of this shit. Time to act like the people who are going to win this thing. The people who are going to fight Wolfram and Hart. Like, I, I again, feel nuts. Um, Harmony pops her head in. She's like, the demons are really impatient. And Angel's like, send him in. Then, in the lab... Wes is looking through the microscope because just anyone can do science now. Um, uh, Fred's entire division disappeared when she was dying, even though everyone was technically on it. So who even knows? 
Yeah. Um, there, Hamilton makes a joke about if he's curing cancer, and like Wes is like, no, that, I'm sure that wouldn't be cost effective. And they're like, yeah, you know what's the cost effective? <laughs> Not this last portion of the season where it's clear they're trying to cut corners because they've spent too much money. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> um, Hamilton's like, have you figured out anything about Illyria? And Wes is not answering him. And Hamilton kind of says, you know, you're the closest thing she has to a friend. And Wes says, if you knew her, you'd know how absurd that statement is. But, but, but Hamilton's he says right. That, he a crazy little laugh. He does a crazy little laugh. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? He's right. Why are you <laughs> laughing him. at him? He's right. <laughs> Because he's so stupid. Um, and Hamilton's like, the partners actually do know her. They go way back. They don't want her here. They don't want her Immediately, you tell Angel this. Mm-hmm. This makes her a tool for you guys. Yes. Like, Hamilton's, like, looking a little sweaty, which is not his usual vibe. And uh, Hamilton gives him a tip to look at this, like, certain scanner readout <clears throat> to um, see something. And this basically allows Wes to track Illyria through the office. Later, Spike explains it, that the idea is, like, she's, like, an engine leaking fuel mm-hmm. everywhere, and this kind of allows you to see yeah. that. It's, like, so radioactivity yeah. or something yeah. like that. Hamilton's hoping, basically, that they'll kill her to, like, stop this from happening, not knowing there's going to be a time loop situation happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in the Wolfram Hart halls, Lauren is, you know, still trying to do his thing. Angel's not replying. He's made. It's not looking good for him. He goes up to Illyria, who he calls Leary, which I did enjoy. <laughs> yeah, his like, code name for her is Bluebird, though. Mm-hmm. And he's like, can you tell me, like, when you caught on to me? Like, like that made me laugh so hard. He's like, when, did you catch me in the elevator? Like, was I tailing you too close? It, it, everyone could catch you, Lord. You're in a trench coat and hat. And you're going, <laughs> secret team into Angel. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what are they supposed to think? Yes, and Illyria says, the vampire plays children's games. Uh, she storms off. Yeah. Then uh, in the conference room, the demons are very involved in Amanda's pregnancy. You know, they're like asking her about, you know, how like she's doing and nausea and all of that stuff. And uh, it's time to get underway. The demons sign their thing. And Gunn is like, wait, 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 wait. And he's looking at the contract. And he's like, you'll be like, Amanda will be like, the baby will be prepared for the rights of Gordovac. What's Gordovac? And like one of the demons is like, I'm Gordovac. And it's like, okay, like that's a ritual sacrifice. Like, <laughs> is he going to eat the baby? Like, what are we doing? And they don't appreciate that insinuation. Yeah, whose lawyer are you? <laughs> yeah. And Illyria charges in to talk with Angel, who is like, no. And Illyria is like, yes. And Angel's like, fine. <laughs> and they lean angrily together. You, you say it, though, is, there's not a bunch of talkiness in this because, mm-hmm. again, Angel's just talking. Talking, talking, talking. Uh, then out in the lobby, uh, Angel and Illyria storm past poor Lorne, who's just trying to do what has been asked of him. And... <laughs> is getting nothing but shit for it. Um, uh, Angel yells at Illyria for interrupting his work. Illyria's like, I'm impressed by the power of whatever it is you're using on me. And um, she's like, you're jealous of me and my strength. And what have you done to me? And he's like, I do not know what you are talking about. (laughs) 
she does say that uh, he's conspiring against her. And I'm like, okay, Klaus Michelson. And your Illyria impression is Klaus Michelson. I hope you realize this. I Yeah, they're not very different at all. Literally, I, just, mm-hmm. her entire line from, what is it? Uh, what is it? Poison? Magics? It impresses me, the power of it. Whatever you've done, it can't save you. To do anything <laughs> but bow to my will is absurd, yet you conspire. That's Klaus Michelson. Yeah, we could do a very good, like, Illyria or Klaus uh, dialogue <laughs> game. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, she's on one. Maybe that's why I like her. Um, she lifts him up in the air, uh, but he's just not giving her an answer that satisfies her. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he like, gets out of her hold, and he, like, hits Lauren in the face, which I don't love, because um, he's frustrated. I, well, I, I actually, I'm amused by him pushing him in the head, but just because <laughs> Lauren's like, ah, that's mature, and I'm like, that's boy energy. <laughs> it is boy energy, which I appreciate. Uh, Harmony's like, hey, boss, getting pretty shouty in your office, and Angel's like, gun can handle it. Mm-hmm. Then in the lab... Angel tells Spike and Wes what's going on. She's like, she thinks we're trying to kill her. And Wes is like, you are trying to kill her. (laughs) Wes says she's unstable, overloading. The fusion between Illyria and Fred's body is deteriorating. The human part Mm -hmm. cannot contain the demonic power. And, you know, per Spike, cracked engine, leaky oil. As we note, Wes has enlisted Spike. That would have been a great scene to see in the first place. Mm-hmm. Would have loved that. Um, they're like, maybe this is the moment to go after her. Wes has that big, huge gun that we saw in the like earlier little tummy ache time skip. Uh, and it opens up a little pocket dimension that they can shove Illyria into. And Angel's like, and it's... that'll kill her. And Wes is like, well, mm-hmm. It says it will draw her radiant essence. Like, it is explaining what it actually will do. But then Angel has to be like, I'm a big dumbass. Will it kill her? And Wes is like, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah. Uh, he really does is like, wow, you don't want to use your brain for two seconds. Sure. It will definitely kill her. Thumbs up, dude. <laughs> um, they see on the monitor that she's in the training room. Uh, so they go into the halls and they're charging off towards there. Um, they ask, hey, Wes, what happens if Illyria explodes? It turns out it would be bad if she exploded. Um, <laughs> can you believe it? Uh, they head to the training room. Lauren follows them in. He's still mad that Angel's not using his walkie talkie. And then we're in the training room and they're like, she's not even fucking here. We just saw her. And Lauren's like, I didn't even see her leave. What is going on? Illyria pops up out of nowhere. Stake Spike. Kicks Angel. Kills Wes. Kills Lauren. Then kills Angel. Good job, babe. She kills them all really good. It's pretty nice. Although uh, she's having everyone... a tummy ache after the after she kills Spike. Mm-hmm. I but then she, she, is, yeah. she kills them all good. She smiles. Then she's admiring her handiwork. And then another mm. tummy ache. Mm. God, it's not right. <laughs> tummy <laughs> troubles. Um, we go to commercial. We come back. Um, I say in my notes, hello, corpses of my once pals. Uh, but Illyria's, her, her tummy's still hurting. Um, she goes, then she suddenly is drawn, you know, through tummy ache, uh, time travel, back into the hall with Angel, who's saying, we're not trying to kill you. And she's like picking him up off of his feet. Mm-hmm. Then we cut to Wes's office. She's dropping the glass of water there. Uh, but somehow Angel is with her now. Yeah. You weren't here before. Mm-hmm. You're an aberration in the timeline. It wasn't like this. Cool. 
cool. And he's um, just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and Wes is also like, hi, what? <laughs> I think the problem um, is partially like, besides being angry angel, he's like meathead angel in this episode. And I don't care for mm-hmm. that. Yeah, like, Angel is smart. Like, he can be kind of short-sighted. Like, he... Remember his beautiful mind? Yes! Like, this man doesn't have a mind palace. He does not. Yeah. <laughs> um, we we tummy, uh, tummy ache time travel again into the basement in the hell dimension. Now she's fighting the wrath. Angel is still with her. Illyria says, like, He's... you're swept up in my wake. <laughs> He is like really all out of whack about this. I'm like, this is I don't I don't know what the, the direction was for this episode, but I don't care for it. <laughs> like the way yeah. he is acting here. I feel like it, it has has to have come down to like Vern Gillum's like directing choices because this is just not how he's been playing Angel in general. Has he has Vern directed? I'm gonna double check. Like, I yeah, is this his first episode a, of Angel? A recognizable name, but I'm like, has he is he in let's see. Let's see. What, okay, he did four episodes of Angel. Let's see which episodes they are, though. Okay, that's the important part. Mm-hmm. He did season one's "I Fall to Pieces." Then he mm-hmm. did, didn't direct till season four again. Apocalypse Nowish. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then Harm's Way and Time Bomb. I think he's going for at least this season, maybe more comedic bits. But he's now doing it with David and. Yeah, because like I, that that angry bit of Angel is in harm's way, but it is played comedically because he's he's also like a secondary character there. Yeah, and we're also like seeing him through Harmony's yeah. point of view. Like, there's a certain amount of subjectivity to the way that we're seeing him. Yeah, but here he's just angry. <laughs> he's it a very angry like, boy. And with like Edlin writing this, was this episode you think supposed to be like funnier? I have no clue. <laughs> Angel again is like, we didn't do anything. And she's like, you caged yeah. me in this fractured time frame and moments that repeat themselves over and over without deviation. But I don't say these words. And then it's like, so this episode is a modified version of the Groundhog Day trope, which is my favorite mm-hmm. TV trope. I don't think this is a particularly good one. And like, well, that's the thing is, it doesn't feel that inventive with this gimmick. It's you because know? both Angel and Buffy kind of refuse to do like go full bore with this. Because like Buffy, you can mm-hmm. t- technically it's it's a loop, but it's not the same thing with I only have eyes for you. But also, they do it in mm-hmm. Life Serial, but it's only in one act of life serial it's not even the whole episode it's just an act which is yeah i i, I did say on a buffering live show i think if you want to know about tv writing structure watch life serial because like each mm-hmm. act is so clearly defined that it's it's, yeah. it, it's very impressive but yeah it's just mm-hmm. not something i think um maybe josh probably wasn't in, interested in that trope as much as i love that trope as soon as i get a show i'm doing i'm doing one groundhog day episode a uh, fucking season yeah baby <laughs> so angel's like we really didn't do this we don't have the power to do this and Illyria's like vampires are nothing to me and he's like stop it with the fucking speech and i'm like yeah. okay angelus Mm-hmm. He's like, yes, we were looking for a way to control you. I can't have an X factor like you bouncing around unchecked. I, and he's like, you would do the same thing if you were in my position. I, but again, I I apologize for sounding like a broken record, but this is why we need Cordelia because like mm-hmm. Cordelia should be the one telling her to shut the fuck up. Yes, like that. Yes, and anger from Cordelia. 
I I don't have problems with it. <laughs> it. It doesn't. I don't feel sick of it like I do with this. It just feels so. There's there's too many men, and I just feel like it's toxic masculine energy being directed at her. It's just men yelling, and at a certain point, I'm just like, leave her alone. Men are yelling. Men are being vibe. sad. It's a, it's mm-hmm. it's every fucking way, and like I I love a, a sad man. But here's the thing: so mm-hmm. I watched the show Chicago Fire for many years. A lot of it is mm-hmm. man pain, like a lot of Taylor Kitty man pain, which I love. Mm-hmm. But then you have mm-hmm. like women like Monica Raymond. She's there. She's being cool. She's kick ass. And then as soon as she left mm-hmm. the show, I'm like, I can't, there's no other women on the show, but like. They're replacement mm-hmm. women. They're not, it's not yeah, the same as being not, like the it's lead. It's not the same. Yeah. Same for when Sophia Bush left Chicago PD. Really all the Chicago shows. Mm-hmm. We, we have another instance of Tommy Yank time mm-hmm. And now we're in the training room with all the corpses. And she's like, yep. I did this. <laughs> I did pretty good, huh? And, and so Angel hasn't doesn't isn't from this timeline, or so he hasn't seen this yet. So he's like, wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, because this is from, like, his future. Yeah. So she's like, yeah, I killed Spike, and then Wes, and then Lauren, and then you. She calls and Lauren Angel's like, your demon clown. I'm like, why haven't we been calling him the demon clown so often? Because <laughs> we respect him. <laughs> um, Illyria is like, the only way uh, to lead is to kill the things you cannot control. Being moral is dumb the real ruler doesn't need to be moral just powerful okay and she does this while like walking around Mm -hmm. him in a circle uh with her head hurting a lot Mm -hmm. and she's so much power and you quibble at its price yeah if you want to win a war you must serve no master but your own ambition and this is where i'm like girl you ended up in a sarcophagus and the world turned and left you there hashtag weezer like you Mm -hmm. didn't win (laughs) You, again, the muck is in charge now. And, like, you're a, like, much lesser version of yourself, like, reduced to a fraction of your old powers. Like, you aren't all that, girl. Mm -hmm. Um, So she uh, is like, ow, ow, okay. (laughs) She also, Um, I get it. Yeah. She also, this can't be your work. It hurts too much. (laughs) You, someone could actually do shit did this, not you. Yeah, she's like, oh, 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 ow. I must be too powerful. <laughs> and then her head starts hurting, her. but I'm like, no, it's all about the tummy egg. She does also earlier in the mm-hmm. scene call Angel a paradox and impossible. That's key. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love Valeria's confidence. I wish it would rub off on me. <laughs> um, and he's like, Angel's like, you know, I'm a paradox here. Like, this outcome can change, so change it. And Illyria explodes into light. Then we're in the hallway again. Angel's blown back into the hallway before they all die. He's walking behind Wes and Spike, and they're, you know, doing their walk and talk. And he tries to explain, hey, hey, I got knocked backwards through time. Illyria's about to explode. And they're like, yeah, we know Illyria's going to explode. That's why we're going to kill her. Angel basically discovers the thing Wes was trying to tell him, but he's like, we're going to kill her. He, he just learns by listening to her instead of Wes. Yes. Uh, then we're in the training room. They walk in. Angel's like, fuck, she's going to kill all of us. He pushes Spike out of the way because rem- he remembers that he uh, she slew the he, white-haired one first. He takes a stake for Spike. Mm-hmm. That's boyfriend shit. <laughs> like, those are two boys who want to kiss. I'm sorry. Uh, um, we're actually homophobic against them. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, you're right. Um, so he's like, Lyria, stop, wait. Like everyone stand down. And um, she, he explains to Illyria, Illyria, what happens here is you kill us all. Then you shudder, convulse and explode. Mm -hmm. You're not a king anymore. And like, I will not have you blow away my kingdom. Like that's not cool with me. Uh, yeah, so he says she's not the, the, not the king anymore. Domain is gone, swallowed by time. So mm -hmm. I, I would say specifically that's the reason for the power is because like her, like the body, things have changed. Like the world has changed. Mm -hmm. So like it can't contain that kind of power. Like that's, there's a reason why those powers right. was all shut off. But because so much of the episode is, you know, she's failing, she's cheerating. We know the reason this is happening, like in terms of making a show is mm -hmm. because it's expensive to do the bullet time and the portals and all yeah. that. That's the reason why. And also, mm -hmm. you know, can't make a character too powerful, blah, 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 all that stuff. Yeah. But it's just... The way that the whole Fred dying and become Illyria thing was, it's like, wasn't Fred supposed to be perfect for this body? And wasn't it fate? And wasn't her entire body fucked up to make sure that this worked in the first place? So technically, yeah. none of this should be happening. It is specifically the world has changed, but they don't hit that as much. Is it like Angel says at the last second, but like they're not saying that. Yeah. Yes. They, they, um, you need it, to hit it, that part because yeah. literally you had a whole ep two whole episodes about like, and here's why Fred is dead and, uh, and like Illyria has taken over and that's just that. Mm -hmm. And now you're already saying it can't hold. Like, no, the body, the, bo the body was made to hold. <laughs> that, that body's holding. Yeah, it was supposed to hold. <laughs> um, so Illyria is like, you want me to let you murder me. And Spike's like, it's not murder if you agree to it. So, just so you know. <laughs> Wes is like, no one's trying to murder you. This won't kill you. And Angel's like, it won't kill her? <laughs> and Wes is like, yeah, I lied. It'll let her live. I never wanted to kill her. And I just remember, <laughs> I'm just thinking of, like, in Scrubs, the Todd. Like, all of his high fives. And then he does, like, the betrayal. He's like, betrayal five. That's what yes. Wes is doing here. <laughs> uh, many betrayal fives. Um... <laughs> So uh, Illyria is still like, hey, hey, you want to bring back Fred? And I'm like, is someone hurt that their crush likes their dead ex still? <laughs> is someone hurt? Uh, and Wes is like, yeah, but that failed. Stop being mad about it. <laughs> um, you're now all that's left of her. Unfortunately. And Illyria is like. I don't like this. I'd rather die than live compromised. As we know, she doesn't like adaptation. People aren't allowed to learn stuff, according to Illyria. <laughs> That's weak. <laughs> and again, um, fighting to hold on to what you were, it's destroying you. Which, <laughs> Angel's not fight like, fighting to hold on to what he was, really. <laughs> like, there's points where he's like, I'm grumpy. I want to quit. And then he does nothing to, to actually try to quit. Yeah. He's there's... There's no holding yeah, on to what no they were. Gunn immediately becomes mm -hmm. a lawyer. Yeah, like, if anything, that's the exact opposite of the problem of this season. <laughs> like, and, and it to me, that feels like the shut up, Joss, of it all. <laughs> like, I, th there was nothing wrong before, actually. <laughs> What's wrong is all the new stuff. <laughs> like, I'm, you know, on supposedly Angel's side. We need to be holding on to the past. <laughs> I miss it. It was better then. Um, but uh, Spike fights Illyria a little bit. She slows down some time. <laughs> Sorry. It's like and then she starts blowing up again. We go into the TV. We like we, we put gun on the streets. We slash Wes's throat. We put yes. Angel into the bottom of the ocean until he thinks about what he's done. 
be normal again. I yell at them all. Angel you send like, Connor, this, this version of Connor to Kortoth to fix him? <laughs> no! I would never send khaki Connor Angel, my favorite boy, to a bad place. He needs to learn. He needs to learn. He can learn in college. Um, uh, Illyria is. You really think he's going to learn Angel's at Stanford like, to be a normal, good person? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anyone who went to Stanford, so I can't vouch. They're all doing those prison experiments. Oh, yeah. He'd love that. <laughs> <laughs> he, he unlocks old Connor again doing the Stanford prison experiment. Old Connor would love the Stanford prison experiment. As we all know, every year when you're a freshman in Stanford, you do the Stanford prison experiment. That's a fact. Yeah, that's just true. That's what happens. That's why you go to Stanford. I saw Veronica Mars season three. So (laughs) she's starting to explode. Angel's like, do something different. You can choose to do something different. And Illyria's like, but I don't want to be nothing. And Angel's like, you're being destroyed by holding on to the past. And Illyria's so annoyed. She's just too full of grace for all of this. So she starts blowing up into light. And she blames this all on the weakness of humanity. And <laughs> yeah, she says, says, fair enough. <laughs> she says, I was the immaculate embodiment of rule. And I said, girl, you are about to blow. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, you're getting felled by a tummy ache that's going to make you explode. <laughs> Which, understandable. She- I get terrible mm-hmm. cramps. That's why I'm on birth control. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I I also get uh, hurt tummies, and it, it is no joke. It's no laughing matter. Um, Wes shoots her with his ray gun. She falls to the ground, but she doesn't explode. Yay! Later, the boys are in the little observation room. Yeah, she's Illyria is still on the ground. Yeah, she <laughs> loves being on the ground. And with that, with with weak Illyria, I must say, it's time for fuck watch. <laughs> She's so weak. Ooh. <laughs> Cause I'm weak. <laughs> Just vampire Willow pretending to be real Willow. Cause I'm all weak. <laughs> weak. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, but uh, is is your fuck watch weak, Illyria? It's not mine. Just so you know. Um, it's not mine. No, mine's um, mine's crazy Wes. Um, crazy memories back, Wes. Who is like, have you unwell. not chosen Wes this season? No, I chose Wes when he killed his dad. This Wes has his memories back. And he <laughs> yes, is therefore that, that does count. a it's different. different Wes. He is a new guy who remembers a new all the Wes. old shit. And now that he's like so broken, I am like more into him than ever. Even with his like, what? very up? short gelled hair. Yeah, it's still It's so it short. Me. It's so gelled. Mm-hmm. He. What about you? Who are you I'm just saying with that hair, he looks like a like a late '90s, early 2000s Aaron Paul character. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Mine's actually Spike to the point where I'm asking Woo! for more Spike, and I'm like, this is this is what I like. Yeah, baby. Off screen, he and Wes are bonding, and it's great. I love that show. Look, it's no carrying a briefcase, but I get it. It's it's in the same vein. It is. See, see, we like Spike. This is what we like about Spike. Yes. Right in the supporting pocket where he belongs. Yes. I like him when he's like 
silly and yeah i i love my boy i'm i'm, I'm not gonna defend myself on that anymore i love spike and that is true um I, and that's fuck well, <laughs> yeah that is rough out. yeah all of my negative things about spike are for the negative things about spike mm-hmm so um, we we established that Illyria's weaker now. She can't dimension hop. Yes. You probably can't slow down time. For, for money and plot um, reasons, as I read my notes. Yes. Angel asks Wes, do you want to stay well, no, with uh, her? There's also the part where it's like, her physical strength has decreased somewhat, which is the part Angel wanted to hear. It's still yeah. a lot. Let's just keep that. Yeah. Just so you guys know, it's still a lot. It's still a lot. And Wes is like, yeah, I do. And Angel's like, I don't like where this is going. I don't like where it's been. And Wes is like, I don't love her. I just need her now. And Angel's like, that's weird. And Wes is like, I know, okay? And Wes is like, look, she'll never stop trying to conquer stuff. She'll remain dangerous. And Angel's like, yeah, but you might have been right about her being a resource. She just might... uh make the team yet and then I, and then he backs out of the room but i'm screaming at no point does west note to angel that the senior partners are clearly afraid of her would have been my would have been nice tell him um, that before you're showing a big fucking ray gun mm-hmm. then in the conference room amanda is still there with the contract <laughs> out in the lobby gun is fighting with the Amanda. sorry i had to quote can't um, hardly wait like, Hell yeah. Um, Gun is fighting with all the demons. He's like, I don't give a fuck about what was agreed to. Like, I am not giving you this woman's child. Hamilton is there and he's trying to like make assurances and de-escalate things. Angel tells Gun, the baby belongs to the demons. Uh, and Gun's like, but there's nothing on paper yet. Like, we can stop it. And Angel's like, no. And leads them to the conference room. And he says, Gun says, Angel, what are we doing? He's like so horrified by this. And Angel says, what we're supposed to do, serve our clients. Like, and the heel turn has begun. It's the most angels working an angle bit that could possibly be, right? Like, Yeah, I'm like, I don't think that it's particularly obscured, but like, how different is that from the way he's been all the fucking exactly. season? To, just, like, laying down and giving everyone what they want. To the characters, know? like, gun. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? But, like, to us watching, especially now, not as children, it's like, mm -hmm. this is clearly a play. <laughs> yeah, it's like, this is a play, but this also, like, isn't substantively, uh, substantively different from what it was before, you know? I mean, that's our app. We end in a, in a dark place. I guess Angel's got a plan that he is uh, naturally not letting any of us in on <laughs> um, and is doing entirely on his own. Um, I'm sure it's going to work out great. <laughs> <laughs> Only three episodes left of a fresh Angel. On the WB. <laughs> the W on the WB Wednesday. <laughs> you've seen how tortured he is but why is he tortured sure they told us in buffy but that's not our show anymore on a fresh <laughs> angel i'm loving this i'm feeling very nostalgic and then commercial i'm your venus i'm your fire I'm your, your fire, desire, your desire. <laughs> Uh, see, I was gonna do woo woo, do 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 do
that was going to be mine. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh. If you can give us, uh, if anyone can give us another commercial rip, I will um, uh, love you forever. Um, I will S your D. <laughs> I absolutely will. I'll S whatever you want me to. I will S it all. I'll S your E. Absolutely. <laughs> whatever. Um, so it's been a long day. It's been a trying day for Illyria. Her tummy has hurt. Um, she should just puke already. For... Jesus. I know. Maybe it would feel better. The kaboom is her puking. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's a shirt. The kaboom that's is her puking. Shirt. Yeah. Yeah, that was that's a shirt. Um, is there anything you'd recommend Team Angel tune into on the old WB? Yes. Angel is a vampire. Does he even like TV? I think he'll like the WB. Uh, so obviously it's gotta mm-hmm. be a Groundhog Day loop, baby. Please. So Charmed had deja vu all over again. We're not doing that though. We're not. Okay. Okay. I'm actually going to have to do the CW. I'm going to have to cheat for the situation. Mm. Some might think Supernatural Mystery mm. Spot, which is actually mm-hmm. pretty poignant and definitely yeah. hits it better than what is happening here. But of course, yes. I'm not going to go with poignancy. I'm going to go with the most fun that's ever existed, which is Legend of Tomorrow, <laughs> Season 3, Episode 11. Here I go again. Zari's a new member of the team. She's not quite connected with them. They're doing missions with uh, Napoleon where they're dressed like ABBA. Yes. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> and she like ends up in a time loop. No! Groundhog Day, baby. It's... It's a brilliant episode. I mean, season three, I think uh, season three probably is the best season. That is also the Bebo season, so. Hell yes. <laughs> but yeah, the, the original Bebo season, at least. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well, I hope that Team Angel enjoys their viewing. They, they don't see a team that actually gets their shit together. Yeah. And when they're not getting together, they just, you know, find new people to be part of the team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they have girls on there. Yeah. Girls kissing other girls. Ingredient. Hell yes! Heard of it? Morgan, I need you to watch Legends of Tomorrow. I know, it's just there's like a whole first season that I know is not good. It's, it's just a little tough. I, I really am just like, watch, like the, so the premiere, I, I told you this a million times, but you'll do it again. The pilot slash premiere is technically two parts. It's, it is mm-hmm. interminable, I'm sorry. Then watch maybe mm-hmm. like the, at most, the last three episodes of the season, at most. And then two. Yeah. All right, fair enough. That is WB. That is. Watch now. the frog. Absolutely. WWWWB. Mm. Now, that kind of brings us to the end of our episode. I think it's been, we, we both agree this one's a little bit middle of the road. Um, you know, suffers from a lot of the symptoms of this season, it, but there's some fun to be had. It's <laughs> fascinating that it's a Ben Edlund episode. It just does not feel like him at all. <laughs> Even like watching end of season four where they're like on the run from Jasmine, him doing it. I'm like, and that's a Ben Edlin bit like too. I'm like, yes. here, I just, it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting because this is Angel. I'm like, there's a soullessness to this season that I feel like is very mm-hmm. much in this episode. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, it's just not, not quite alive. 
Um, but uh, we only have three episodes left. Three fresh uh, episodes. <laughs> You'll never guess what happens next. <laughs> Um, and uh, we will be here dutifully recapping all of them. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're really excited to, you know, see this through with you guys. And, and then on Angel on Top's big Sunday, you've seen them as goddesses. You've seen them as mermaids. But wait, superheroes? Record scratch. Hell yes. God, I can't wait till we talk about that on Cole Turner Guest. Um, they're so married in that episode, and they're divorced in it, so uh, figure that out. <laughs> but um, anyways, uh, if you would like to follow us on socials, you can follow this podcast on Twitter, at Angel on Top Cast, or on Instagram, at Angel on Top Cast. Um, you can go to angelontop.com to be led to our Patreon, where you can get ad-free episodes, access to like our previous like live watches, the ones that we've done on tape, um, and... The friggin' Cole Turner cast, aforementioned, uh, it rules. It's one of the only podcasts where people are discussing the main character of Charmed, Cole Turner. Uh, if you would like to follow me on social media, you can do so at Lorgan Mudich, wherever you so desire. Latoya, where can the people find you? And should they? You know the deal. You let them know. Hell yes. Uh, you can follow Latoya um, at Lafergs if you're going to be fucking normal. Very important to observe her pinned tweet, which is a GoFundMe for her beautiful, handsome boy, Chewy. He is not doing so good, and he could really use the extra support. So anything you can donate, retweets help, and bribing your rich friends helps even more. And just so please do it. To guilt everyone, the other day he had another seizure, which is just normal in his life. Probably one of the longer ones he's had, too. The next day, yesterday, he could barely walk. We had to carry him around just to take him out to use the bathroom, so. I'm so sorry. So please do whatever you can. Um, and now, uh, LaToya, any closing thoughts on this before we skedaddle? I'm tired of all these beta cucks. <laughs> all up on my angel. Where are the alpha males? Yes. When will a real man arrive? <laughs> I need a hero. Um, yeah. So as we hold out for a hero, we can tell you that you are now leaving Wolfram and Hart. And no, we do not validate.